Hey, Vanessa. Hey, Michael. I don't even know how to broach this subject. Then you probably shouldn't. Do you think I won't? No, I won't, but you shouldn't. I've got a question for you. Okay. This whole impeachment thing, it's because the... And I don't even have to say allegedly because he got on the news on the white lawn, not the white lawn, the front lawn of the White House. Technically, it's the east lawn of the West Wing. Now you sound like a real Republican, just distorting, just taking us off the... the Political, again. Hear me out. Yes? Yes. All right. So the issue is that the president incited, asked, uh, pressured... A country into investigating a political opponent. Yes? Yes. Does it matter if he's right? If, I'm not saying yes, but if, if it came out that Biden or Biden Jr. or Hunter, I don't know their names at this point, or the brother, I don't, I am so lost in this thing, but if it comes out that he's right, if that came out that he was right and Biden something is guilty, does it does it change anything based on the arguments? No. So guilt is irrelevant. You shouldn't use a country to investigate a political opponent. Is what's being said? Correct. Hmm. Was Biden not out there last week telling the American public that Congress should investigate Trump and impeach him? Yes, he was. Is that not a political opponent? Technically, it is. And that's asking the country to do an investigation on a political opponent. Yes or no? Yes. And guilt doesn't matter. Right? We already agreed to that. See? Technically. People are listening to it. They agreed when it was on one side. Now they don't when it's on the other. I don't know. But that's as political as we're going to go today. Welcome to Fireproof Your Finances, a show with 30 minutes of real questions, real concepts, and real answers. Your hosts are Michael and Vanessa Markey, a husband and wife duel with a playful on-air dynamic and common sense approach toward teaching listeners how to take control of their finances. Michael is the numbers and strategies guy who is passionate about solving financial issues. The standard deviation. I mean, I would talk about standard deviation as well, but they talk about the, the beta, the alpha, the standard deviation of the particular uh, mutual fund allocation that we're looking at. Vanessa is the down-to-earth voice of reason, pulling his reins in. Okay, but your $5,000 couch isn't going to turn around and pay for something if you have a catastrophic event. This philosophy has led Michael to receive national recognition from being named one of the 10 most innovative agencies in the country by AM Best, to being deemed a local celebrity from Insurance Newsnet magazine and a hero to the insurance industry from Life Health Pro. He has even been given the Moving America Forward Award from William Shatner. And now, here are your hosts, Michael and Vanessa Markey. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Fireproof Your Finances. We are your hosts, Michael and Vanessa. Hello. And we got really close to being political at the beginning, didn't we? We were legitimately political because you've always got to go there. It was me, and I used we, and you... you uh, Corrected you, you, yes. You stepped in that. Yes. All right, so something, I guess, somewhat political. 
What? Before you go into it, though, I'm just going to point out. What point? Clinton wasn't impeached because he did what he did. Clinton was impeached because he lied. In, well, impeached by the House. Right. Not the Senate. Or the other way around. One of the two. I don't know. Doesn't matter. I don't care. I'm just saying he wasn't impeached because he did the offense. He lied about it. What's your point? Technically, the offense doesn't matter. It's whether you tell the truth. Mm. Not sure everyone would agree with that. He was impeached for perjury. Impeached for perjury. That, yes. Moving on. More political stuff. I don't think this is. This is about... How I don't care what side of the aisle you're on. You know, I don't care if you're an Ohio State fan. You're not, but I don't care. I, I wouldn't care if you, I would care if you were, but I would still be friends with you. Perfect I wouldn't, example. We wouldn't be married, but I'd be friends with you. Perfect example. My Uncle Dave, staunch Ohio State fan because his grandpa was the president of some medical whatever, whatever. I like my Uncle Dave, but on game day, we don't talk to each other. Well, how much of your family listens to this show? Hopefully not as many as I think do. Well, one could say that Uncle Dave got what he got because he's an Ohio State fan. Probably. Aunt Schmerl. <laughs> Moving on. My grandma's going to laugh at that. All right, so here's something from Ellen, and Ellen's not something we would normally put on this show. Actually, I like Ellen. I I'm do. Not, but how many times have we said, here's a clip from Ellen about how to save for retirement? Zero. Yeah, don't don't infer something. Here we go. Here's the thing. I'm friends with George Bush. In fact, I'm friends with a lot of people who don't share the same beliefs that I have. We're all different, and I think that we've forgotten that that's okay that we're all different. For instance, I wish people wouldn't wear fur. I don't like it, but, but I'm friends with people who wear fur. And I, I'm friends with people who are furry, as a matter of fact. I have <laughs> friends who should tweeze more and I, I have but just because I don't agree with someone on everything doesn't mean that I'm not going to be friends with them when I say be kind to one another I don't mean only the people that think the same way that you do I mean be kind to everyone doesn't matter I thought that was a great point I absolutely agree with that though because okay so fine they're friends outside of this she got invited to a football game he got invited to a football game. They didn't know necessarily that they were sitting next to each other. Even if they did, what's it matter? Right, it doesn't. You're at a football game. This... You're having fun. You're laughing. It doesn't matter. Let me throw this out. And this... she was rooting for Green Bay. Let me throw this out. This whole, I don't agree with the president, so I'm not going to go to the White House, is garbage. Right. I don't care who the president is. I don't care if it's Obama's daughter or the third cousin of George. It'd be a lot more than the third cousin of George Washington. Yeah, you're I don't looking care. at like great, great, great nephew four times removed. I at don't this care point. who's in there. You invite. I, I'm putting that out right there now. If you're a president and you're listening to the show, you're not. But if you are, <laughs> and you invite me, I'm coming. You wouldn't know if this president was because he'd be tweeting at you. I right will now. come to dinner <laughs> at the White House if you invite me. I don't need to agree with you. I'm coming. Like, who doesn't want that? I, I don't even tweet much. Who doesn't want to put that on their Twitter? Uh, one of the things I'm doing tonight, uh, I'm eating with the president. I'm going to say probably greatest example, and I don't really have respect for these people, Kim Kardashian 
went to the White House. She doesn't like Trump, but they had a mutual thing that they wanted to discuss. Probably because her sister is apparently a billionaire, according to you. Yes, she is. But that is a prime example of somebody who doesn't agree with said presidency, who's got an agenda, which actually it's a pretty good one. I'll give it to her. Um, And she put it aside, went to the White House and said, I really want to talk to you about this. And guess what? They came up with something. I don't even know what you're referring to. Criminal justice reform. I'm just telling you this whole, well, we don't agree with blah, blah, blah. Get over yourself. So today's show, we'll give you a little sneak peek, I guess. Does this apply to you and Dave? What do you mean? Get over yourself. I would, we actually, (laughs) it was, I don't know if it was ever a formal um, invitation, but a few of the conferences that I've spoke at, we did debate or talk, discuss about them doing like a live debate. I don't think they ever formally invited them, but that to me would have been fun. And then you do it for like charity or something. Right. You sell tickets and raise some money for something that matters. Right. So we're going to talk about stimulus. Did you know? Do you think the average listener today knows that only a month ago, in September of this year, September of 2019, that we did a major stimulus? No, probably not. Now, uh, people listening know that we've been cutting interest rates. The Fed has been cutting interest rates. Right, but that's not what you're talking about. It's not. When I've been talking to people face-to-face, I've been asking them, did you know that we did stimulus? Now, we wanted to talk about this a few weeks ago, but we got on the road, things got busy, whatever. It's still relevant today. Yes. Is it not a sniffle? Is it not a sign of something bigger? I think it is. But if you're sitting there right now going, what do you mean stimulus? I'm telling you, it happened. It's even in the New York Times. Which is surprising that it's not more newsworthy. Oh, it was not New York Times. It was the Wall Street Journal. I bet you it Again, was the New York still, Times, too. Surprising that not more um, broadcast companies said anything about it. Thank you, whistleblowers. Could you be quiet while this happened? (laughs) Just shooting yourself in the foot. Let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to show you, we're going to tell you about the billions, the hundreds of billions of dollars that the Federal Reserve injected into the financial system here just less than a week ago. And the lamest excuse you could ever ask for. That when we come back. A financial tune-up is a proactive way to keep your household running smoothly. The nonprofit International Association of Registered Financial Consultants encourages people to prioritize their spending and saving. A financial consultant can help keep you ready for emergencies and looking to the future. Visit www. IARFC.org for a professional financial consultant in your area. Everyone knows I like to focus on quality. And they know I try to rein you in and focus on cost. It's rare to find both top quality and low cost at the same time. Think again. GRMusicLessons.com has a plan for every budget. Owned and operated by Tom Buffum, a Christian music teacher who played for the Grand Rapids Symphony, the Jubal Brass Choir, and graduated from the University of Michigan. He's been giving lessons since before we were born. Go to GRMusicLessons.com. That's GRMusicLessons.com. Welcome back, everybody, to segment two of Fireproof Your Finances. 
somebody's been talking trash on the break. I have not. Yes. We got these new headset thingies, so it's a little bit easier to talk to you guys, and I've got a weird delay in my don't, ear. Don't be putting our personal business out there. I'm not putting any personal business out there. I'm just saying the delay in my ear makes it sound weird, so I think I'm talking funny. You sound great to me. I would never say anything else. Mm-hmm. Anyway, welcome to segment two. Now, if I was talking trash about you, I would do it on Twitter.com under the handle uh, Fireproof, your retirement. Oh, yeah. You got that one, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's at, at Fireproof, Fireproof Radio. Finance. Fireproof Radio. Fireproof Show. Nope. I think it's Fireproof Your Retirement. <laughs> finances. It's Fireproof Your Finances. He uses Twitter so much, he doesn't know what it is. It's Fireproof Your Finances or Fireproof Radio. It's at Fireproof Show on Twitter.com. Well, you know, all those would probably bring something to us. Maybe a bit. All right. So here's the deal. What? It's at Fireproof Show. <laughs> That's what I said. After every name in the list that you could go down. It's that Fireproof Show. You want to you wanna argue with us? You want to tell us we're wrong? Tweet us at Fireproof Show on Twitter.com. He won't respond for a month, but you'll find him. Actually, I will. Unless we're at a conference. I left my phone. I'm, I'm going to actually write an article on this. What I learned by leaving my phone home for a week. Unbelievable, but we don't have time today. Okay. So, middle of September this year, 2019. So, two and a half, three weeks ago. The Federal Reserve, if you're sitting there and you've heard that we've started doing stimulus, Mm -hmm. and a lot of people think that's the rate cuts that we've been doing. Okay. I'm not talking about rate cuts. No. You got to know these things. Because when we start saying billions of dollars, what does that really mean we a lot of money the federal reserve injected 128 billion dollars of cash into the financial system one two eight billion where did we even get that money uh you print it that's so that's what you we do. just went further into debt well we don't have it now don't get too concerned that's an entirely different show i heard a phenomenal way on how to explain this okay and it goes back to who, who's the doctor that said uh vaccines do you remember off the top of your head vaccines would lead to autism yeah I don't know that it was necessarily a doctor. I know doctor. Jenny McCarthy a, nope, started it, that. It was a bro- she did not. It was a broke doctor. I think it was like a Dr. Maxwell Weber mm-hmm. Waxwell. It it doesn't matter. Right. But it gets disproved and people still take it as fact. Right. And so what you just said a minute ago, we disprove these things. And then it still gets taken as fact later. Dr. Andrew Wakefield. Dude, how close was I? I said Waxfield. Uh, you were close, yeah. Anyway, so I asked my office after when this was happening, when the Federal Reserve injected $128 billion, 
one, two, eight with a B mm-hmm. into the system. And I asked them, is that a big number? And I was surprised by their answer. They say no. Half said no. Really? They did. That's a lot of money. Well, they go, you know, Mike, we're so used to dealing with trillion or with big numbers. It trillion dollars in debt here trillion dollars in debt there yeah and so like when you said we don't have money to pay for it there's a better way to look at it we'll go in in the paper that talks about percentage of gdp Mm -hmm. and where you get in trouble that's been debunked the math they used couldn't even be replicated and when they gave their math it turned out they had a lot of mathematical errors surprise surprise same thing with your wake field right but what I asked our team at, at Legacy, and I remember seeing this years ago. I asked them, how big is a trillion dollars? Now, remember, we only injected $128 billion, but that's a tenth of a trillion. Right. What does a trillion dollars represent? So I found this YouTube video for you. I don't know who this guy is. He acts like a lot of people watch him. It's called Value America. He's got 6,325 views. He's got 1,000 subscribers. Yeah. Here we go. He talks about a trillion. A fun uh, trivia question to use on your friends. And, and we do this because millions, billions, trillions, like we totally lose track of what that means and what that looks like. So let's take dollars and move it into something we have a better concept of, and that's time. So how long ago was a million seconds? Hmm. 12 days ago. How long ago was... So that doesn't... That, that's not that impactful. Right. That's mil- less than two weeks. Yeah. A million seconds was 12 days ago. Now he's going to okay. go to billion, it's I a think. A billion seconds. Hmm. 32 years. Okay. Final question. How long ago was a... So we went from 12 days... To 32 years. Yeah. That's Ex- as long as I've been on this earth exponential increase correct and now we go to trillions the trillion seconds hmm not 12 days not 32 years but a trillion seconds ago was 32,000 years ago so that puts into context what a federal budget of 3.7 trillion dollars looks like not so 32,000 years ago that's a lot in other words, to put it in perspective, I, uh, I ask people, I'll do this live with them and I'll put it into Google and I'll put a trillion seconds into how many years is a trillion seconds? Seconds, not minutes, not hours, seconds. I'll say how many seconds, if I took a trillion seconds, equated that into years, what year would it be? They never get anywhere near, and nor would I have if somebody asked me this right, question. Right, I think you asked me this the last time because we talked about talking about this and then you got sidetracked on Bernie and blah, blah, blah. And Jane O, are you serious? <laughs> it's Jane, It's plain Jane before he runs for president. Jane O when he's presidential. <laughs> You're still real hurt about I that, just, aren't you? It's funny. <laughs> anyway. 32,000 years. Yes. A trillion seconds is 32,000 years in the past. That would make it, if we put it into a date, basically 30,000 B.C. Right. That's how much a trillion is. Right. So what Dinosaurs. I, so when I say that we put $123 billion, when we injected $123 billion into the financial system, that's a B. 
big deal. What's 32 times 100? 3,200 years. <laughs> it's a big deal. Yes. And can you, And you won't believe the reason the Federal Reserve gives on why they had to inject 130... Oh, I keep saying 132. It's 138. I'm sorry. I had it written down wrong. 130... No, 128. Doesn't matter. We're, we're splitting hairs here. It's a billion. <laughs> it doesn't hair, matter, billion. but it's a lot. Hundred and twenty. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hundred and twenty-eight billion. Splitting hairs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. You won't believe the reason the Federal Reserve gave. We'll give you that when we come back. United Airlines makes it easy to fly from Muskegon County Airport with a travel-friendly schedule and competitive airfares. Haven't flown from Muskegon in a while? Fly locally with a short commute and parking located just steps from the terminal. Check-in and security lines are never more than 50 passengers per flight. At the end of your trip, get your bags quickly and be home in no time. Flights depart daily at 6.30 a.m. and 1 p.m. Starting mid-February, the evening flight arrives at 11.20 p.m. to maximize return flight options from most locations. It pays to check Muskegon first at united.com. Everyone knows I like to focus on quality. And they know I try to rein you in and focus on cost. It's rare to find both top quality and low cost at the same time. Think again. GRMusicLessons.com has a plan for every budget. Owned and operated by Tom Buffum, a Christian music teacher who played for the Grand Rapids Symphony, the Jubal Brass Choir, and graduated from the University of Michigan. He's been giving lessons since before we were born. Go to grmusiclessons.com. That's grmusiclessons.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the final segment of Fireproof Your Finances. I know I say this, and I say it a lot. You reminded me of that before, but it truly is... entirely too fast. It's You know what? It's fun. I enjoy (laughs) being here with you. I enjoy being here with you guys. I'm actually thoroughly enjoying these new headsets. I don't have to sit in the upright, proper position. (laughs) <laughs> With perfect posture now. <laughs> so $128 billion we put in the Federal or the Federal Reserve, mm-hmm. put into the financial system here in mid-September. Uh, Is it a big deal? Yes. We talked about what a trillion dollars or a trillion seconds, a trillion seconds in the past would bring you right around 30,000 B. C. Mm-hmm. That's it's seconds, not minutes. Seconds. That's how impactful. That's how big a trillion dollars is. Mm-hmm. And don't worry, this was only like a tenth. Right. It's a big number. Now, what's the reason that the? So this is the Wall Street Journal. Uh, let's see what this thing is titled. Wall Street Journal: Fed injects more into money markets after banks bid heavily for funds. This was from. Do you see a date? I saw it earlier. I don't know because uh, oh, September 18, 2019 at 5.31 p.m. I didn't know they got that specific. Yeah. Eastern why, time. Why does the Fed tell us that they had to inject $128 billion into the system? Don't they legally have to? I- I'm asking you as somebody who's read this. Oh, well, according to them... The spike in overnight repo rates was caused by a string of coincidental events, including... Hold on, hold on, pause. So, a rate at which banks borrow at overnight spiked. spiked. It went 400%. Think about that. 400%. Four times its rate, basically overnight. So, it, it didn't spike. It went through the roof. But they said a spike. 
Right. In overnight repo rates was caused by a string of coincidental events, including corporate tax payments and treasury sales, according to analysts and investors. Not a, this is a fact and we did this. It was just according to analysts and investors. We'll even ignore that. Right. Say it as fact. But... Those events only had such a startling effect because banks were already operating close to the minimum level of reserves they want to hold. So there's two things there. Number one, banks are keeping their reserves so lean, meaning they're taking more risk, meaning it's very similar to what we've done in the past because there was no consequences on the poor decisions they made previously. Right. In fact, they just got a handout. But ignore that. Ignore that blatant statement at the end and go right here. It says what? You said it earlier, but this is the one that gets me. Including corporate tax payments. Are you kidding me? This is the third quarter tax payments. Mm -hmm. As though all of a sudden quarterly tax payments came out of nowhere. Who knew we had to? It's called quarterly tax payments, meaning we got to pay four of them. Who knew after the second one, there'd be a third? I'm sorry, but... Anybody that runs any sort of legitimate business knows when those things are coming. Mm-hmm. Absolutely knows to the date and the second that they're due. But apparently banks got caught off guard by something that has happened every year for the last how many decades? Conservatively. Four? At five? least. So for the last 50 years, something has happened. That's like me saying, you know what? That's like me saying on November 1st, You won't believe what happened to me last night. And you would say? What? Kid after kid came up to my house, ringing my doorbell, knocking on my door. Looking for candy. Saying trick or treat. Dressed as some little monster. Who knew? What in the world is going on in this world? Except for that would be a surprise for you because kids don't come to our house. No, because we got the scary house. (laughs) Yeah. With the big dog in the woods and it's dark. <laughs> uh, it may also be this scary uh, person. Neighbor kids like me. I buy Boy Scout popcorn and band booster stuff. Uh-huh. All the while wrestling your dog to keep him from eating them. But here's the deal. So we've got a spike in rates. Money's gone. That's why we had to do this. The reason the rate goes up 400%, money's gone. Adios. And we injected $120 billion, with a B into the system. That's a lot. It's a big... Now, here's what you have to understand from this point right here. You've got a decision to make. That was either a sneeze because you put too much pepper on your steak... Or it was a sniffle because you started catching the cold. Because you already have it. You know how when you catch the cold and you start to feel cruddy? It's like the the, the beginning of the onset and you're like, mm, I don't know. It might be. Let me chug a few things of emergency. Take some NyQuil. And two days later, you feel like crud. Yes. It's full blown. It's just like the beginning stage, right? Yep. Now, I'm telling you that I think we are at the end stages. I firmly believe this. I say this all the time. We are at the end stages of this bull market. We're 10 years in. If we get two more, I don't think we got two more years left. I don't think so. But if we get two more years out of 10, by the very definition, aren't we at the end? Yes. I had one of our team members the other day. She's like, 
well, tell me, when is this thing going to happen? And she kept wanting like a date. And I finally looked at her and I said, listen, I want you to imagine you're on 196 right now or 96, whichever one you travel all the time. And it's wintertime and you see a couple miles ahead of you, everyone is stopped. And ahead of you right now is a semi-truck stopped 100% at a stop, a standstill. Now, you got two choices. You start braking now, and you might stop 50 or 100 feet before that truck. Or you might just slide into it. Or go ahead and try to time the thing perfectly and end within, what, a foot? A yard? 10 feet? Right. I don't care how fast I stop as long as I stop before I hit the truck. And with a little bit of cushion so I want, don't yes, get Yes, I want the cushion. <laughs> I would rather have 100 foot of space between us. But these people who go, yeah, Mike, I think the market's going to go down. It's called cyclical. It goes up. It goes down. It's going to happen. I just need to know when to get out. You get out now because the truck is ahead of you. It stopped. You see the right. brake lights. It's snowing. It takes longer. And yet you want to just time it perfectly? 100 what? car pile up is coming. Yeah, are you? Who do you think you are? You're. I, why can't I not think of a race car driver? Dale, Dale Earnhardt. Earnhardt. <laughs> How did we come up? We, same time. Look at that. Because that's the only race car driver that I know. Oh, I know another one. Dale Earnhardt Jr. Ha! <laughs> On that note, we're out of time. It is our pleasure, as always. This has been another episode of Fireproof Your Finances. We are your hosts. God bless. This has been Fireproof Your Finances with Michael and Vanessa Markey. Want to listen to past shows or get in touch with Michael or Vanessa? Head over to twitter.com slash fireproofshow or go to fireproofradio.net. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Mike Markey and Legacy Financial Network are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.